Well, oh my goodness, hello and welcome to Get Wood. My name is Jess Wood. Hi, how are you today? I am really good. Look at this sweatshirt. I just want to say a shout out to Happy Loco because that's who the maker of the shirt is. And I uh, I also am a happy loco, but I'm more of a happy loca. Do you know what I'm saying? And a shout out to Abo for my hat, handmade hat with waves. Here's the thing. I'm representing my Gen X styly because the first story I'm going to talk about today on Get Wood is millennials versus Gen X regarding the Super Bowl halftime show. Are you ready? I think you are. Oh my goodness. Well, hello, ladies and gents. Uh, so good to see your cute little faces. Um, okay, here's the thing that I am out of my mind about, okay? I'm out of my mind that there's even a discussion about whose halftime show that was. That halftime show was for us, Gen X. That was, those were our people representing our generation, our people. I can't even believe that these fucking millennials are trying to take that shit from us. Although I can, because you know why? We raised millennials and you know how we raised them? Here's a trophy just for showing up, you fucking weak ass bitches. You can't take credit for everything, okay? Our shit is badass. You hate on Gen X? You hate on Gen X? Okay, you wouldn't have any of the shit that I'm wearing right now. You wouldn't have any of it if it weren't for us, at least for our generation. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have shit. And also, you wouldn't have um, any of those musicians that you saw. And guess what? Guess what? They were all telling the truth. All of that, all of the writing from Snoop, from Dre, from Eminem, from Mary J. I don't care if somebody else helped them write it. That shit was their struggle, their story. And they rapped about it and they sang about it. And that's what's up. And that's why Gen X is not the fucking uh, generation that you millennials try to put on us. You know what I'm saying? You all try to hate on us like, oh, you guys don't even care. You guys are the lackadaisical generation. Fuck you, we didn't get watched by our parents. So fuck you, you little brats. We watched you. Do you know what I mean? We brought these little babies up, <laughs> coddled them in shit, even though maybe we were teenage parents. Yeah, think about it. Teenage parents still making better choices than the parents before them. And yet you motherfuckers want to blame and, and talk shit on us. Like, here's the thing, too. We never, could you imagine as, okay, there's some Gen Xers out there right now. Could you imagine being mad at, like, our parents for being, I mean, I'm mad at them for not paying any attention to us and for leaving us alone and having us wear a key around our neck like we're a fucking little snack walking home from school. Hi, stranger, I have a key. Want to go home with me? No one's there. And also, you know, so I'm mad about that shit, but we weren't trying to grab like Led Zeppelin and be like, yeah, that's our music. Led Zeppelin's our music. No, it's not. That shit's our parents' music. So guess what, millennials? Leave it alone, you bastards. I, or none of you are bastards because we all wanted to get married because we wanted to change the goddamn shit that we came from. Yes, I will rant on this. It's only been three and a half minutes. I can go on and on and on, on and on and on and on <laughs> till the break of dawn. All the samples 
that you use now in your songs presently are from our generation. And guess what? We know that even from our generation, the samples are not even ours. We give it up. We give love. We give props to the funk and the jazz and the soul that inspired us for the making of the 90s hip hop. Like what in the fuck are we even discussing here? You can't, they're not even telling the truth anymore. All these rappers are like, admittedly, nah, I never, I never held a gun. I never did a crime. Fuck you. You know, the rappers that we loved, they were crack dealers. They were criminals. They were real. Do you know what I'm saying? We came up with punk rock music. Our generation, punk rock music, blending punk and ska and reggae and uh, shut the fuck up. If you don't think I was listening to Sublime before I got on here, you're lying to yourself. Oh my God. So I am riled the fuck up. And let me just tell you, I have some fans out there. Not y'all, but like IRL, um, when I go to do comedy, I had a man come up to me the other day (laughs) and he was a boomer. Okay, boomer. He came up to me and he was like, hey, I like it when you get mad on stage. I like it when you're angry on stage. I said, everybody likes me to be riled up and yelling about shit. I think it's because nobody really is riled up or yelling about anything anymore. Everybody's scared to like, yeah, I don't know. It, it's too divisive. Like if you want to, if you're a millennial or you have a kid that, that you've been fighting with about this Super Bowl halftime thing, tell them to shut the fuck up and look at those people. Look at those people. Look at Neminams. He's still so handsome. And fucking Mary J. Are you kidding? Oh, she did that thing. Thick thighs save lives. She was fucking, the, she fell back. At the end. She fell back on her back. See, we are still fucking, we're still fucking doing our freak. And it's not, you know what? It's called the freak also with your twerking ass. It's called freaking. Mm-hmm. It's originally from our generation. Another thing that we could take credit for. You know, if it weren't for Luke, shout out to Luke. You know who I'm talking about. Censored, taken away. We had labels on our records that said parental advisory. Please, we didn't have parents. They're trying to advise some people that aren't even fucking there. And they still sold us the record or the cassette tape. Shut up. Yeah, hey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we we're on our own this whole time. And you think, all we're trying to do is survive. And then these little millennials come along and these Gen Zs and they're like, you guys don't do anything. How dare you? How dare you? Greta, shut the fuck up. We didn't have time to care about the climate. Do you know what I'm talking about? We were trying to get away from the dude at the bus stop who was jerking off at us. That's correct. True story. Bitch, what? No, I will continue. Thank you so much. And with a smile, you know, with a smile. This is all very real and very true, and I know that's why you tune in. And I thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. (laughs) Yes, to live crew. If it weren't for us breaking down barriers in hip-hop, in fashion, I mean, fuck. If I see another girl wearing her fucking bra over her t-shirt, I'm going to snatch that t-shirt from underneath it and say, bitch, just put a blazer over that bra and rock that shit cute. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, stop. Mean girls is not a fashion statement. Stop taking your fashion uh, clues from mean girls. Go to Clueless. Do you know what I'm saying? Anyway, so shut the fuck up. That was our halftime show.
That was our halftime concert, and I've seen all the memes, so you don't have to come at me. Oh, you're so old. Oh, you're so this. Oh, find me at the club, bottle full of Tums. Yes, I've seen it, okay? But also, I will tell you this, not to be judgmental, because we have, well, <laughs> you know I'm quite judgmental. But I, when, when Fiddy was hanging upside down, like the iconic uh, in the club, uh, as we know, but when he was hanging there, all big, because, you know, we all have, listen, look at, we've all gained pandemic weight. It's not like I'm, you know, sitting here all skinny. Okay, so... <laughs> But when he was hanging uh, upside down, I screamed out at the party I was at. I screamed out, oh, my God, D12 is here. Yeah, I thought it was, you know. <clears throat> and I know you know who I'm talking about in D12, which, you know, I love D12. <laughs> my salsa, 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 my salsa. So. Uh, it was him. He was the surprise. Not my favorite. I, 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 uh, 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 what about too short? What about too short? Also, too short, West Coast. Fitty, East Coast. You know, uh, anyway, we, won't, we don't have to get into all of, the all of the details of it. But, oh, my God. Everybody looked so good. And everybody played so well. And, and Eminem, you know, he, he did his kneel, even though they told him, don't you kneel out there. White man. <laughs> but, of course, he doesn't get in trouble. White man. I mean, my God. Can you fucking, speaking of which, let's just chat about the border for a second. The border at Canada is what I'm speaking of. The border at Canada, where they've never talked about putting up a fucking wall. I wonder why. I wonder why. White. I wonder white. They haven't uh, wanted to put up a wall. And then all these white men out there, did you see them? They're so cocky, too. And I was thinking to myself, my God, if that was Mexican dudes or black dudes or native dudes, pow, 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 pow. It would be, there'd be dead dudes, do you know? That's fucking real. So how are we, this, this fucking, I hate us. I hate us, but you know why I love us? Because I could talk all the shit I want right, right now, right here. No one's going to come to my door. Although, <laughs> who knows what's going on with Russia right now. Anyways, we don't talk political over here. We talk about crazy shit like how there's a spirit of a cat that's uh, making the cats pee outside of my apartment. Yeah, don't fuck with me. I live in New Mexico now. And when you live in a place like New Mexico, your maintenance man will... <laughs> Especially if he is a native man. Let me just tell you something about my maintenance. I fucking love this man. First of all, I had been crushing on him. And then my friend, she was like, stop crushing on him. He's sad. And I was like, that's what I'm attracted to, though. <laughs> I will help to cheer you. That's part of my illness. Uh, so, I mean, we're all ill. We all have a, a yay. Because, you know, I'd be illin'. That's another, that's a Run DMC reference from when our generation was young. Young and excited to be here and listening to the radio. Sure, toot on it, how you doing? Um, so, I <laughs> love my maintenance guy. My maintenance guy shows up every time. We have such a great conversation. But here's the last time that he showed up, he did some work in my bedroom. <laughs> Not that kind of work. I, w I, I wish. Joe, whittly boop. Uh, anyway, he came in and he changed the, um, the bedroom light because it's too, I don't have a ladder in my apartment. 
<laughs> and I couldn't like pull the bed over. Like I really want to do everything by myself. This is a sign of trauma. If all you ever want to do is all your own shit all the time and you cannot ask for help, even if you're putting your own life in danger, traumatic childhood. Hey, hi, I'm a friend of yours. So he came in to change this light bulb and the bulb had been, um, it had exploded. It had exploded. And he was like taken aback. He said, I've never, I've never seen it, uh, an exploded bulb. I've never seen anything like that. And he's worked in the building for a very long time. And the building isn't that old. It's not like faulty wiring, you know. So then the next time he came, he came with another gentleman, maintenance man. And they, I guess they needed two for this, these jobs. But it was, it's, you don't need to know what they needed to fix. But anyway, we started to talk. And I said to him, man, these lights have been flickering. What is up? Is it weird? Is it bad uh, faulty wiring in here? Is this a really old building? Like, it doesn't look that old. And he goes, no, no faulty wiring. No. He goes, but. I do remember that bulb that was messed up like I'd never seen it in your apartment and he had never seen it like that okay so I said huh I said and the fl uh, the flickering lights is really trippy like it's not I don't know what's going on I think I have something going on here and then he goes hmm and I said what hmm because he looked like he had discovered something and really found an answer to something in one of my prayers and he goes you know how you talk about the cats coming to pee on the Thing. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, they're always coming to pee on the porch. I don't know. I don't have an animal. I don't have a thing. But have you had an animal pass? Uh, yeah, I've had two cats. The one was 14, one was 18, Yama and Yaza. Those are my girls. They fucking, yeah, but they pass. But they, you think their spirit? Well, I think that the spirit of the cats are still here. And that the cats that live in the neighborhood smell and feel the spirits of the cats in your apartment do you have an altar this is an altar and he like he turned to my altar in my living room and he and I go yeah yeah but it's for like you know my grandma gr grandpa my mama my my boyfriend like it's for people and he goes well that could you could be attracting the the cat spirit and the cats from the building and the other parts of the neighborhood are feeling it and smelling them and so they are marking your porch I'm like oh my god <laughs> okay you know what Okay, that is the only thing that made any sense to me since this has been happening. Because I, who gets, who has a cat come and mark their shit if they don't have any pets? I don't have a pet. I don't have one pet. I mean, my, you know, my coochie. <laughs> Shut up. That was stupid. But anyway, the cat spirit and maintenance. When maintenance Yes, ghost pussy. Exactly, Miss B. Miss B, did you just come up with our title for the show this week? Oh, my God. Ah, ghost pussy. That's going to be the song that goes with it If we, when we make it into a series. Because it will be a series. I mean, everything witchy is a series now. We have to make a TV show. We'll sell it to Netflix. Ghost pussy. And it'll be starring me and Joe, the maintenance guy. <laughs> we'll finally get to make out. <laughs> if it's just for the cameras, we'll just get to make out. Oh, my God. Speaking of making out, no, I didn't. I wanted to, but I did not. And let me tell you something. I went to a couple of parties this week. Yeah. House parties. Meow, meow. 
I was house party bound this weekend. Let me tell you something. Friday night, I got invited to a party, house party by a lovely lady who uh, was an audience member. And she. this is what's so great about being a comedian, right? Is you look like you're really fun to hang out with. Like you look like you're so fun and funny and people be like, oh my God, this lady, I need to have her at my party. And then, and then you show up at the party and you're like, stand in the corner and like, sip water the whole night <laughs> I didn't I was better I'm getting better at it you guys you should be proud of your friend here I am getting better at social situations and I keep putting myself into them that I think are scary you know like that shit's scary go to a place you don't know anybody but I, my pal Chuck went with me now he's another comedian but nobody knew what our relationship was when we walked into the party and then I realized oh fuck I'm with a dude I look yeah cock block McGee over here so I said to, I said uh oh we oh so I spent like half the party telling dudes that I was like I'm not with that fool I mean he's not a fool I fucking love him to death he's my brother though but maybe you know what we were thinking maybe we should introduce ourselves as like yes we do comedy but we're cousins also and we're not in Mississippi so they wouldn't think like well they're probably still together a couple white hey that's my cousin ain't he cute hey don't he kissed good too don't worry he kissed good I know I already tried him out for you go for it mm-hmm go for it um so he and I were at the party and then like we were standing together and then we we're sitting together and I was like maybe you should go and stand somewhere else so then he got up and he and he went somewhere else like you know sat somewhere else or stood somewhere else and he got the there was a belly dancer huh ah, this is a party at a house there was a belly dancer chick and there was a musicians and I mean it was class act it was beautiful cultured everybody was all cultured like yogurt you know what i mean like mad culture like yogurt and i had talked to this dude right like i had talked to a couple of dudes i'm not even gonna lie i'm trying to fucking get some and um i realized i have to like i i really was this far from taking this man's hand and just putting it down my pants because i was really flirting so hard and i was like sir i'm fucking working here give me some you know what i mean nothing so he, uh, <laughs> I know it's a sad situation. Well, it's not sad. It's what, if you want something, go for it. Right. I mean, my God. So there's this beautiful man sitting next to me at the party. He's a painter. He's showing me his paintings. He's gorgeous, native, long hair, ah, like just splash in the bottom areas of my body. And I'm engaging with him and I'm making him laugh and he's like you're so funny but then I realized you know he turned to another person and they were making him laugh and I was like ah he's just an easy laugh and you know I wish it was an easy lay there's a huge difference huge difference and I'm it's hard for me uh so I was like I'm not with that guy I love your paintings um, I love your town. I, I, I often will say this to a gentleman here in Albuquerque uh, who I am f flirting with, uh, obviously, and I'll say to them, uh, the men here are very handsome. It's a really good-looking town. And this guy goes, oh, yeah? And I was like, do you not hear that I'm saying this to you, sir? So then I said, yes, you all are gorgeous like I get hello if, if I took your hand and I put it on my titty would you understand what I was doing here I don't understand anyway 
Needless to say, nobody exchanged any numbers, but I did give him my sticker, as I do a lot of people. I'm like, here's my sticker. If you would like to find me and go down on me, please look me up. <laughs> oh, my God. But my uh, friend that I went with got the belly dancer's number, so I thought, you know, at least somebody got something going on. Jesus, cry me a river. Uh, so you remember last week I told you about going roller skating, right? And it was so much fun. But when I came home with my cousin and he dropped me off, the gate was all pushed open like it shouldn't be. We have a gate, but it opens like that. And then the gate that night was open like that. And I was like, oh my God, it looked like someone had crashed through the gate. But I was like, who is that crashed through the gate? We were gone for two hours. Okay, well, there was a shootout. And yeah, everybody was like, did you hear the shootout? Were you here for the shootout? There was a shootout and there was a chase out. And I was like, shootout, chase out? I was roller skating. And a couple of my neighbors were like roller skating while there was a shootout in the courtyard and the parking lot had a screech or crash. You were a roller. I said, yes, I was really trying to learn to go backwards better in my new skates. And, you know, thank God. I mean, it's just choices. I choose to go roller skating and these motherfuckers chose to have a shootout in the courtyard and then the chase the guy I guess the gate wasn't opening quick enough for the guy that was trying to drive out of the parking lot so he's all skirt you know skirt skirt and uh, skirt skirt and and uh and he go and he slammed out the gate like just wow and uh opened the gate like it was a you know like where the fancy people live and the gate opens like that hello welcome to the fancy land but here in the ghetto it opens to the side hello take your time this is shit is scary over here so uh I'm like, yeah, they woke up and chose violence. See, that, I don't, so I chose skating and they chose shooting. But here's the interesting part about this whole story. <laughs> These neighbors have had shootouts before. It's not the same neighbors as the night, the week I moved in and the neighbors downstairs. Those guys are gone. These guys on the other side, well, it's a lady. It was a lady and a, and a gentleman. And uh, everybody's involved in the shootouts here, which I love Albuquerque. It's an equal opportunity, crime-ridden, fucking crazy-ass, tough-ass place. Like, a bitch will be, fool, I don't give a fuck, fool, pa 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 you know, and just as likely. So I don't know if it was a gentleman or a, la- a young lady who had uh, pulled the trigger, but whatever had happened was there had been shootouts over on that side of the building for a long time. But I think because they broke the gate, they finally got evicted. It's true. You break shit, you you break it, you buy it, and then you have to leave. You can't stay here any longer. Shootouts, you shoot at each other. Shit's none of our business. But it starts to cost us money. You got to get the fuck out of here. You got to repay us for the gate, and you got to get your, scoot your shit out of here. And then I, I saw, I didn't realize that, well, I was hoping that they got evicted, but I figured, shit, they've been shooting here for months. Probably won't get evicted. But finally got evicted because they broke the gate. And so, whew, that was, ah, thank God for that. Thank you. I know. Hey, Abbo, look, I got the hat on today. I'm repping Gen X. I'm repping all of our beautiful, um, all of our talent and our authenticity, you know, our generation is the most authentic generation because we had to be. Do you know, our parents, like even my mama L, she was like, well, yeah, we all were, you know, fucking and we were naked, but we didn't, a lot of the women didn't want to fuck a bunch of guys or have their old man, you know, they called them old man, old lady, or have their old man fucking someone else. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't great for us, Jesse, but it, it was like, you know, we got to be cool. We've got to be cool about it. 
And I thought, oh my God, yipes, a rama. But it's true. But then when, when we were around, we had to just be who we were because there was no, you know, it was dangerous because we were alone. We had to be authentic because we had to get where we needed to go or do what we needed to do. We had to ask for shit. We had to try to get, I mean, maybe we weren't, you know, a lot of us were hard ass little kids, like hard ass little kids. But you know, um, cheese. Cheese, cheese. I'm trying to read the things, but I can't. I can't read all the things. I get so excited, though. But thank you for all the comments. And if you're just listening audio, uh, this is Get Wood. Oh, my gosh, you guys, this is Get Wood. My name's Jess Wood, and this is a, uh, a podcast about the, our week, the week for me, the week for us, the week in the crazy world, and uh, also sex, always, sex, always, sex, positive. <laughs> no shame ever in my game. And... Um, I have to just thank, uh, speaking of which, sex positivity, I have to thank the lady that came up and told me I sounded like a man on stage. When an when a audience member woman comes up to you and says, oh my God, you're so funny. You sounded just like a man. And I go, gosh, I sound like the least like a man. I look, the, you know, the least like a man. I, I deliver things, I think, that are true to me. I know that are true to me, authentic to me. And isn't it a shame that our society is so uh, judgy and gendered, you know, specifically you have to act like or say like this. Uh, we, I am allowed to speak on sex. I'm allowed to speak on my vagina in a lovely way, in a grand and celebratory way, as opposed to the shame that we get fed every day in our society. Even from my sisters, a lot of the other female comics who are big, who are who are big, a lot of the time they, they shame uh, themselves and others regarding sex and their, and their uh, pussies. And I just can't, I'm, I can't get with that. So if a lady wants to come up to me and tell me because I talked about loving masturbation and loving my pussy and putting my pussy, shoving his head down instead of my fucking head down for the, you know what I'm talking about? This lady's like, you sound like a man. <laughs> and I go, you know what? If I sound like a man, just because I'm talking really nicely and excitedly about sex and about things that I enjoy, then uh, so be it, you know, if that, but let's change the shit. Let's change the dialogue around that. You know what I'm saying? If someone says that, like I said to her, I'm having the same conversation with her as I'm having with you right now. I said, oh my God, girl, how sad that you have to say that because I'm a lady through and through, boo-boo. And... I'm all about lady bits and good things going in and staying out and protecting and feeling good. No, 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 shame, shame. But I guess men are the only people that are allowed to talk confidently about sex and sexual things. <laughs> I'm putting an end to that. <laughs> you hurry it here first. You hear it here first all the time. I tell you all the time that I do this and we do it together. I like to know, I like to feel like when you leave here, you go out into your life and you say, you know what? I'm fucking not playing no shame games. I'm asking for help. I'm not gonna fucking apologize for any of who I am. I'm not hurting anyone by being the authentic person that I am. I'm gonna be 110%. 
pow, 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 pow. And you know what? If you don't feel so hot, which a lot of us are struggling still, there's a very strange world out there, correct? Uh, go, if you can, if you're nearby like a park or a, a sandbox or something like that of a nature thing, take your shoes off, put your feet down, get a little something in your toes, talking about mud or grass or dirt or gravel or snow, you know, just get it in there. There's nothing like getting back into yourself by getting into the nature of shit, you know, don't, don't stand in shit unless you enjoy the consistency of it, which a lot of us do and we don't even realize it. Okay. Hey, here's some shit I'd like to talk to you about. This world is gone fucking insane. I thought it was insane when Texas came out with this fucking abortion law rule six week rule uh well it's getting worse guys and i think because we're distracted by other shit like we're distracted by the border canadian white men men uh we're distracted by uh you know netflix shows and the all things well this bill is under examination right now in florida and it's called i can't make this up it is called don't say gay. Are you fucking, are you out of your mind? First of all, America, where are we? What fucking year is it? See, here's the thing that I always go back to, and I know I sound like a goddamn nag, but I'm going to tell you again, if we don't discuss the harder topics, then we're not going to ever get through when shit like this comes up. Don't say gay is a bill going around in Florida. Oh, Florida. Florida, I can't, Florida, I can't even believe, okay, where they're making it that you cannot say gay, okay? You can't say it. You can't write it. You can't discuss it. You can't say it. I I mean, it's, uh, oh my God, okay. They know... Yeah, Miami is in Florida. Exactly, Cece. And and I cannot imagine that this is going to go through. First of all, the parents are in going insane. But here's what's happening. If you're banning books, see, we talked about banning books last week. If you're banning books here in America, what year is it again? What fucking year is it? Then we are in a lot of trouble you're banning, you're censoring, you're sent, and the censorship on what books? The books that talk about LGBTQ and A growing up, uh, trying to understand, trying to figure out, wishing that someone maybe had written a book about it. Do you know what I mean? And now they're saying, well, you can't say gay. You can't say gay. If you say gay, it means <laughs> you're gay. Like who in the fuck are these backwards fucking hillbillies that are putting this shit together and here's the thing that really gets me kids is you know i flaunt a lot of the gen x positivity uh beginning of the show all the way through but here's the problem a lot of these people out there the karens and the man karen what are they called the kevins <laughs> these motherfuckers the the capital insurrection fuckers the the canadian border fuckers all these fuckers are are gen x i know i can't even stand it so every generation that just goes to show us every generation has a bunch of shitheads in it and not do you know what i mean so please please if you hear about any of this stuff go sign all the petitions 
Go and fucking tell them no. There is no way. And also, again, the parents are like, what? We can't, I have a gay child. What does that mean? I can't say that I have a gay child. They're the most backward shit. But do you see what happens, my loves? Do you see what happens, my sweet friends? It's insane. It's like they're, they're showing us, you know, uh, uh, well, they're giving us football and they're giving us, sh- uh, you know, um, uh, Netflix again. And they're giving us uh, antidepressants and shit like that. And they're keeping us numb. And they're keeping us numb to the fact that there's real shit going on where we're losing our rights our freedom of speech, our freedom of press, these are very, very important. Meanwhile, Biden's giving out crack pipes. What in the fuck is happening? <laughs> Again, what year is it? Oh, my God. Okay. 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 Take a breath, Jessica. Jessica, take a breath. It's 32 minutes. I might have to go a couple minutes longer. All right. Speaking of uh, Russia, right? <laughs> My Aunt Vicky sent me a, uh, a package for Valentine's Day, which is so sweet, you know, a little Valentine uh, package, which, by the way, happy Valentine's, everybody. Yes, I say times. Happy Valentine's, everybody and yours. Or fuck Valentine's if you hate a Hallmark holiday. Or I just want to thank, you know who you are, send me cards. I love you. And I will say, uh, let me just tell you about a card I got in the past from a uh, ex-boyfriend called Mackin. Uh, he had, it was a handwritten card, which is so lovely. What a nice way to do so- something. And uh, the front of the card said, will you be, and it had a B uh, written instead of the letter B, my Valentine. And then inside it said, will you suck? And then it had a picture of a rooster. <laughs> Oh, so good. All right, Miss B, love, love, love you. Have a good rest of your day at work. I hope this gave you some cheerfulness to go back to work with. Uh, So I just want to leave you kids with this. Now, this sweatshirt from Happy Loco is, it's one of my favorite things ever in my life now. Look at this fucking thing. Is he smoking a joint? I want to say he is. And it says Loco there. And it says Loco here. And really, I am so Loco. By Loca. More de Loca. But I just want to thank the um, Burke babes, the little skater girls that put together a skating and clothing swap. If you could put all the things together that I love the very most, Albuquerque, you're fucking doing it. It's insane. It's uh, so on Sunday before I went to Super Bowl party, it is uh roller skating it's at the skate park at the skateboarding park but there's roller skaters there and all these girls are so cute their hair's all cute and piercing and tattoo little cute outfits and i was like okay and i brought a bag of clothes to give away because it's a swap it's a clothing swap and man oh man i met my name to another jessica another tokaya for albuquerque and i said to her oh my god jessica and joshua those are the two names here that are like the most popular she goes i know my <laughs> what did she say my husband's name is Josh and my brother's name is Josh. And I was like, stop it. And then I was like, Jewish? Um, I always ask, are you Jewish? You're Jewish, right? So my aunt sent me, <laughs> my aunt sent me a package, speaking of Jewish, for Valentine. And uh, for the Valentine's Day. And she sent me the package. 
And in it, there was like a, a book of Jewish comedians. There was a, a little Buddha. There was a little, a couple edibles. Like she was so cute. But there was also a shower cap. And I needed a new shower cap because sometimes, you know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we don't wash our hair every single day. I got that dry shampoo making it happen. But anyways, uh, she sent me a shower cap. And I tell you this because she laughed and she said, I sent you a shower cap. I don't know. It's a silly gift. Uh, you see if you like it. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. I needed a shower cap. So I open it up and I put it on my head. It doesn't fit my head because my head is giant. I have a giant head. Do you know how many snapbacks? This is snapback. Three. <laughs> Three snapbacks on my big fucking head. So uh, I have a giant head and I've always had a giant head. And I'll leave you with this. As a child, as a baby, my nickname was Khrushchev. Khrushchev which is, was the Russian leader at the time. <laughs> they called me Khrushchev as a child because my head was so giant. And I guess this guy's head is really giant. Khrushchev, he was the, the Russian leader. Uh, so I was Khrushchev. And uh, uh, I got my mama's head. <laughs> well, poor Ellen, because she had to push my head through her vagina. And I was 10, 10 when I was born. So anyway, ugh, ay, ay, leave you with that, for Christ's sakes. So my big Khrushchev head wishes your beautiful heads a wonderful rest of your day. I love you guys. Um, the Khrushchev, I can't... Uh, I tell you before, if you want somebody not talk to you at bar, on street, in parking lot, grocery store, if you don't want people talk to you, you get accent, you work on accent, and you yell at them when they come at you. I don't know, I don't, I can't even, stop it, I call police. And then they leave. Uh, okay, I love you guys so much, I've gone a little over. Go start from the beginning. Josie, you'll love what I talked about in the beginning. Super Bowl, uh, halftime, millennials versus Gen X. Uh, I cannot wait to post this up. Uh, shootouts, don't say gay, border whites, uh, past Valentine's. It was a full chock full of goodies today. Thank you, guys. Uh, listen, if you want to get uh, frisky, please, uh, you can join my Venmo uh, you can go to Venmo, it's just-wood-10, or you can go to my Patreon. You, you can become a Patreon, and you can go to getwood69. And um, please uh, subscribe to this show if you haven't already on all the platforms, wherever you listen to podcasts. All right, you kids, I fucking love you. I can't tell you. I can't stop telling you how much I love you. And you know what? I won't. Don't stop, won't stop, don't stop, won't stop, can't stop, won't stop, can't stop. Oh, baby, I'm out, out. I'm out, out. I love y'all. Oh, and I'll see you next Tuesday. Remember, be good to yourself. Be good to each other. 